0: I am very happy as well. I've actually never done this show before.
1: Well, the, the two of you, uh, Leo and uh, Nicole, have done like one segment on holiday specials. Yeah. <laughs> so this is two people's first full show, which is
2: in itself
1: a big thing. Oh, I'm,
2: I'm the old guy here, though.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You're the tried and uh, true, Sean Crandall.
2: <laughs> I'm the old lobster hand on the boat, teaching the greenhorns how to chun the cages.
1: Yes. I mean, it's I've often nod. I've often compared this show to, <laughs> to Deadliest Catch.
0: When you first said lobster hand, I'm like, don't they call them claws? And I was like, no, you idiot. Anyway, I'm going <laughs> to shut <it down>. up
2: <laughs> Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago, Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned three specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they will now perform for the first And likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a
0: show called STAB.
1: This is STAB, the cinnamon twists and three cheesy roll-ups to your well-balanced breakfast. Now let's introduce tonight's panel. Our first panelist can name from memory every player and their number that has ever suited up for the Canadian Football League's Montreal Alouettes. She's co-host of like 22% of all the shows in STAB. It's Nicole Eichenberg. Hi, everybody. (laughs) Our second panelist punches anything orange he ever sees and is banned from produce aisles of all major grocery store chains. He's a hilarious comedian performer. It's Leo Antolin. And our third panelist makes and sells finger paintings of Hustler magazine covers from the 80s. On his Etsy page, he's one of the co-hosts of Dregs of Craig's. It's Sean Crandall. And they I sell very well. <laughs> I, would, I would imagine. That's uh, classy. And I'm your host, Jesse Jones. Always there. Just out of the corner of your eye. Welcome, everybody, to The Stab Show. Hey, did you know you can listen to The Stab Show every Saturday night at 11 p.m. on KUTZ 103.1 FM and KUTZFM.org? <laughs> now you do. Now, let's meet tonight's panel. Uh, Nicole. Hi there.
0: Hi. Anything you want to know in particular?
1: Uh, well, we're, we're meeting you in general. Uh, so general meeting things. Oh, I gotta get on the All right, right well, screen. There we go. Uh, no, how are you? I, well, no, that's not a great question. Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> you should know, uh, why. I never ask me how I'm doing on the stab show. Yeah,
1: not. Let's not do that. Um, uh, have you been up to any fun show things lately?
0: Um, I have been doing some comedy shows here and there Um, through my day job. I work for UT Davis Health. I am actually um, asking for $20,000 in a month from upper management to start a brand new internship slash externship program for employees. So I'm really excited about that.
1: Awesome. Oh, wait, let's get this cursor off your face. Sorry. All right. Well, uh, yeah, I saw that that's uh, actually progressing. So that's Cool. You've been working on that Thank for a while, you. so that's awesome that you're that you're helping people
0: out. Thank you. I'm trying. I'm not just all jokes, everybody. I want <laughs> you to know
1: that. Well, yeah, there's that too. Um, <clears throat> so this is your technically your first show. Um, we had you a couple uh, like back to back years on the holiday specials, but you only do one one prompt there. Uh, and for some reason, it took me this long to get you a full show to to see how you feel <laughs> on the on the whole dang thing. But happy to have you. I mean, you've been around here. Thank you. I mean, it kind of comes from when you guys were doing the uh, Dunning-Kruger around here. It sounded like you could handle prompts, since since that's what Chad was uh, sort of doing.
0: And actually, Dunning-Kruger is going to be coming back. I'm not sure at which capacity, but I will get back to you on that. We, and we both had some things we had to take care of. But, sure. Um, yeah, next year, it'll be coming back at some point.
1: Awesome. Well, good to have you, Nicole. Glad to give you a a couple minutes' distraction. Uh, Leo. Sorry. Leo. Leo. Hi there. Hi, Jesse. Hi. Good to have you. Good to have you. (laughs) Thank you. Nobody says that. I appreciate it. It is good to have me, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Leo, uh, this is even more your first show because at least Nicole had two holiday specials. You were on, I believe, this last year's where you had one, (laughs) one segment. Yep, um, and I thought you did well, and I'm sorry it took almost a year to get you to get you on. But okay, I'm, I'm happy I figured
3: to... if you're hitting me up, you're looking for people. So.
1: <laughs> well, it's
0: not just <laughs> looking for people. It's I mean,
1: I do wanna I do wanna broaden the bench, um, but but uh, I wanna I wanna get some fresh blood in here. Yeah, and I enjoy what you do. So you uh, mostly I mostly see you nowadays at at the mics. Uh, used to. Used to do uh, comedy sports, mm-hmm. so improviser and stand-up. Um, been doing much lately, aside from mics? No. Nope. No? Good. Good. <laughs> well, yeah. not, not good. I mean, mics are terrible. Yeah. Let's be honest. <laughs> mics are the worst. Yeah. Yeah.
3: This mic is cool.
1: Well, sure. I mean, open mics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But unfortunately, that mic is used by open micers, though. Yeah. So, it's got that stank on it don't smell it don't stank it's more it's not the physical it's the the, the psychological okay uh thank you leo <laughs> thanks for being here looking forward to what you're bringing to this the stab table uh Sean Crandall hi 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 <laughs> how are you
2: I'm good I'm yeah good um podcast is uh we, we've we've uh, widened it out to uh, have some more sources. Oh wait, so hold on, hold
1: have... hold the fuck on.
2: <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> okay. okay, okay. You were just asking people about stuff. Oh I no, just...
1: I'm I was getting to that, but now you are you are blowing my mind. Is it still even dregs of Craig's?
2: Yes, yes, it is.
1: Well, how can, expanded you... how can you
2: it? How can you open also up the include pool? Include next door or maybe Facebook Marketplace. <sighs>
1: okay, okay. I can see that. Sure. It's called
2: diversifying your brand.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, so, Sean uh, is uh, one of the co hosts of Dregs or Craigs. Explain to the people what that heckin' thing is.
2: So, that is a show where we go to Dregs, uh, excuse me, we go to Craigslist and now next door, Facebook Marketplace, that sort of thing, and find uh, the absolutely most unhinged posts <laughs> we can find and serve them up on a silver platter. <laughs> And have our have a little fun with them
1: yeah yeah it's uh, fun uh, <laughs> uh, what you guys do with it is fun um, hearing the actual posts can sometimes not be
2: it it is a little disturbing yeah. when when you hear about some of the things that people say <laughs> <laughs> into a public forum yeah
1: these are things that you should be ashamed of not that you're posting somewhere yeah uh, but you guys have uh, have gotten a little mileage out of that. What is that? Uh, three, four, five years? How long has
2: the show been? Yes, on? Yeah, something like that. We're yeah. getting. I think we're getting on five years now. Yeah.
1: So clearly, there's a lot to drag. No, that's not the no.
2: look. There, there's a there's a lot of in all of us, in <laughs> all humans. There's a little bit of scum that can be picked up from the internet. That's true. And that's true. Well, you guys are just the, that's that's a, it's a never-ending well.
1: Yeah. You guys are just the uh, the pool skimmers of uh, exactly. the podcast world.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, good to have you, Sean. Uh, see? That's what all this is about, sort of. Now we're starting the actual show. I know. It's confusing. <laughs> That's why Crackle hasn't picked us up yet. <laughs> Tubi. Somebody. I don't know. Can we get a Pluto channel? Alright. <laughs> Segment one. It's reorganization. Space is neat. It's all vast and infinite and shit. It's pretty rad. And we really started to get a super good look at it with the help of the HST, or Hubble Space Telescope. But I kind of feel bad for all HST. I mean, it was launched in 1990 and it has been giving us some awesome stuff for over 30 years. Then this upstart James Webb Space Telescope comes around. And everybody's comparing the quality, and that's not fair. what 30 year old thing is as good as a as good as a brand new thing? It just bothers me as all so in honor of celebrating the Hubble Space Telescope and all its awesomeness for today's reorganization, I've chosen HST but let's almost immediately forget what HST might already mean, and instead, give us who or what else HST might stand for or represent to you Nicole, not you you're second. <laughs> I don't know why I'm chastising you. That was me. Nicole, uh, <laughs> let's hear your HST.
0: All right, HST. High school was terrible. <laughs> I was a nerd in high mm-hmm. school. I was so nerdy, I got bullied in college marching band. My boyfriend broke up with me at junior prom. My date ditched me at senior ball. Ooh. I was in actually four band classes. Um, I was in regular band and then two different jazz bands before and after school. And also, I had another band during math class. I taught myself math at home. (laughs) I got my ass kicked a lot for very obvious reasons. Sure. Um, The guy I was in love with in high school only wants me now because he's divorced and has two kids. Um, On the bright side, motivated me to graduate early and get away from all that. Um, I had a really bad haircut. Yeah, high school was not – I did not peak in high school, Mm. thankfully.
1: Well, good. Good, because those that do – that's just sad. So good. Fuck high school. <laughs> HST. High school is terrible. Thank you, Nicole. Getting us started. Now you, Leo.
3: Okay. I don't um, know
1: why. You know what? I'm not gonna. If it's if it makes you comfortable. <laughs> but the why is the mic over there the whole? I don't understand.
3: I don't know, um, <laughs> Leo. So, <laughs> so let's hear, let's hear your HST. So for me, you know, uh, society asks a lot of people to do a lot of things that conflict with their values and so sure. the cognitive dissonance of all that um, you know it makes them stronger in some aspects but also creates huge blind spots for them and scammers try to take advantage of these blind spots mm-hmm. and so i call these scammers herniated soul takers <laughs> I, I wrote a little song about it oh
2: geez okay
3: <laughs> when you hold yourself in for the sake of fake goals you just gave yourself a herniated soul and as it's bulging out completely glowing red in a scammer's darkened eyes you'll see it reflect dead. and soon they hold you down just like you begged them to that's when they do what all your friends knew they were gonna do and when we find you curled into a little ball you'll find you're still alive but those guys took it all the herniated soul takers (laughs) Herniated soul takers. Herniated soul takers.
1: (laughs) (laughs) By Marx. I don't know. (laughs) sounded sounded like a commercial for a line of herniated soul takers toys. But you know what? I'm not going to finish. Right? We're not punching this up. That's what you do. (laughs) Well done, Leo. Oh, except you know, sad as most things here are. I'm sorry. Uh, (laughs) It's where we go. We're sad people. Uh, Sean Crandall prove that point, uh, (laughs) let's hear your HST.
2: Yeah, let's get sad. Let's get real sad. (laughs) Oh, no. I didn't mean that. (laughs) Well, Jesse, in an increasingly diversified media market, a niche sport like HST, high-speed tongue typing, (laughs) can begin to thrive. Mm Mm-hmm. Over 100,000 viewers viewed the live stream of this year's championships, where 56-year-old Staten Island accountant Lawrence Binch took home the coveted Mavis Beacon Cup.
1: Naturally. (laughs) No shit. You you weren't lying. These these are short.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Look. All right. I'm paring it down.
1: Yeah, I could have started the show at eight. This week. <laughs>
2: Don't <laughs> I'm worry, so I have a longer one.
1: Okay, good. good. I mean, that one's fine too. I've just, uh, <laughs> quantity does not necessarily equate. Um, if,
2: you, if you want a pad time, I can. I could do like the Scatman or something. You
1: know? <laughs> no, no. You 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 do what you have done. Don't okay. patronize me. Uh, <laughs> segment two. It's pickup lines. Let's say you've gone to a bar. As one does. Let's say someone catches your bleary four vodka tonic eyes across the bar. As one does. Let's say you'd like to introduce yourself to said person. As one does. What does one do then? Well, the natural answer is, of course, saying something borderline creepy that was meant to be endearing while sweating like a lot. Pick up lines! And so in pick up lines, you're asked to give us three chat up lines to or from the following various random nonsense things. So give it a shot. What's the worst that could happen? Uh, Nicole. So we're going to go one, 1, 1 2, 2, 2. 3 times around, as we do in a segment two. Nicole Ankenberg, let's hear your first of three pickup lines, to or from the clearance aisle at Michael's.
0: Hey, baby. How would you like to live, laugh, and love? <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Establishing base camp. Here we go. All
2: right. <laughs> leo
1: sorry gotta stop yelling at you you just look like you you'll break if i am too loud (laughs) leo hi pet pet leo uh (laughs) let's hear your first of three pickup lines to or from a guy who always launches snot
3: rockets hey you look like you're going through a tough time (laughs) i'm rooting for you oh how did i know I'm an empath like that. Oh. A regular nostril damus. God damn it.
1: <laughs> oh, looking at me menacingly. You know what? I deserve that. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Leo. And I didn't mean to do this, but it, uh, I noticed it after I was about to send things. Uh, sort of tying in, Sean. Uh, <laughs> let's hear your first of three pickup lines. Two are from Protoplasm.
2: Damn, girl. Are you a eukaryotic organism? Because I can see you carrying me to new heights of pleasure.
1: (laughs) Oh, Leo, standing ovation for that one. Oh, loved it so much. Thank you. The rest of the room, meh. (laughs) (laughs) As long as I get a percentage. Yeah. No, that's... And in this room, that's a high percentage. Uh... (laughs) <laughs> Nicole, second time around, let's hear your second pickup line to or from the clearance Isle at Michaels.
0: I'm just going to say real quick after all those puns, Damien Harmony just awoke somewhere and he's like on oh, his yeah. way to us. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I try and lead
1: people also- on punishment after these shows. All right.
0: Yes. Anyway, uh, besides promoting other people's shows, uh, <laughs> hey, hey, lady, I'll take you on a shopping spree in the clearance Isle at Michaels as long as you don't ask for me and stop at any of the registers. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: all right. Huh? All right. <laughs> I haven't been to the I haven't been to I Michael's think, in a while. I think shoplifting's romantic. Yeah, sure. You know what? If, if, if you need pom poms and pipe cleaners, uh, <laughs> and you can't afford them, just take them home, Leo. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, let's hear your second pickup line tour from a guy who always launches snot rackets.
3: bro. You want to come <laughs> back to my place? I guarantee you've never been <laughs> blown like this. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
3: You're going to do it every time. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Leo.
1: Now I'm just He's always charging
2: one up. I love it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm just worried it's, it's collecting at this point. And what, what are we going to do? Uh, you can take a break in the middle of the show.
2: Well, at that point, you fire the snot rocket.
1: Well, but then it's all been un- un-nostriled, so... It's just a loogie at that point. I'm sorry. I'm not here to pick nits in your <laughs> nose. Sean um, <clears throat> Crandall, let's hear your second of three. Uh, pickup lines to her from protoplasm.
2: Oh, boy. I see that you're partially made up of small molecules such as monosaccharides. Mm. How about you give my monosaccharide?
1: <laughs> yeah, I think they got applause for a different reason. Uh, <laughs> less for the science. And more for the raw animal magnetism of the small sack. Um, Nicole, (laughs) let's start closing out some pickup lines, shall we, uh, with your third tour from the Clearance Islet Michaels.
0: Call me the Clearance Islet Michaels, because I'm full of shit that nobody should want or need.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Here's all my red flags.
2: (laughs) Actual little red flags. Yeah, little red flags. (laughs) put onto things, yeah, you know, like a cakes,
1: race whatever. car. Yeah, yeah, Sure, race cars too. Uh, oh, man. I'm going to have to get Christmas Village stuff this year at Michael's. I'm sorry, I'm just shopping in my head. Leo, uh, let's close... Oh, hmm. Let's close <laughs> out your third of 3 uh, pickup lines tour from a guy who launches not rockets.
3: Yo, beautiful. When I see you driving around the botanical gardens in that tight-ass jacket, I get a little... <laughs> Moco and La Cabeza. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. So classy, yet at the same time, the exact opposite. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Leo. Uh, and Sean, let's wrap up some picking up in lines with your third or three. Uh, probably two. I don't know. Two are from Protoplasm.
2: Girl, looking at you, I can just tell you're stacked with organelles. Small subunits of a cell that function like organs in a body. Well, how about I show you my organ, accurately named because my penis is quite small. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I learned a lot about protoplasm.
1: Yeah. And uh, <laughs> this person's varyingly uh, tiny genitalia. Uh, it happens. <laughs> Segment three, it's recipes. Three more. We're in three of five. You guys are doing fine. (laughs) Segment three, it's recipes. Uh, I'm not like you. You're not like me. Different things happened to you growing up than happened to me, for better or much better. It's the world of happenings and circumstances that shapes and molds us into what we present to the world every day. And of course, everyone already knows that snips and snails and puppy dog tails are what little boys are made of, and that sugar and spice and everything nice is what little girls are made of. But it's your job in recipes to give us your recipes for what has gone into the making of these various stuffs and things. Nicole Eichenberg, let's hear your recipe for a vacation that's more trouble than it's worth. Well,
0: I just want to say when I started working on these prompts today... Um, At the same time, I got a series of texts from my family in Hawaii, Um, and so this is a true story, and I just want to go through it, and you'll see why it's funny in a moment, I swear. Sure, sure. All right, take one resident of the Philippines living in Hawaii who forgot that her passport is expired, Mm -hmm. take one tired husband working 70 hours a week, add three kids in Japan for a basketball tournament, and then one mother-in-law who told the kids' mom she should get more Japanese yen so her kids have money for food. Directions. Wait until you get to the airport to find out that your passport is expired. Mm. Realize you can't get a refund for the flights or lodging. Remember you forgot to get more yen for your kids, and then your son spent $400 at the Nike store and now has no money for food. So he thought his parents were coming, and then have your mother-in-law berate you for screwing up the family trip and then hide outside for an hour so you don't have to deal with your (laughs) mother-in-law. Serves no one.
1: (laughs) Oh, that sounds uh, terrible. Uh, terribly delicious. <laughs> uh, thank you, Nicole. I'm sorry. Um, all of this is is too uh, painful, if even remotely autobiographical, which I assume most of it is. So, um, you're welcome for this outlet <laughs> to vent. <laughs> And get all of this out. Yeah, I
0: just want to clarify.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> What's comedy for, though?
1: Yeah, exactly. We we have to let it out or we will just explode. Leo, let's hear your recipe for meeting a, uh, meeting a partner's parents for the first time.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I don't cook, so my idea of a recipe is just mm. the ingredients. Sure. Um, that works. Recipe for meeting a partner's parents for the first time. Mm-hmm. Two a.m.p.m. corn dogs, <laughs> fifteen gallons of regular unleaded gasoline, hmm. one spritz of baby powder behind each ear to activate their parental instincts. <laughs> Read five Wikipedia paragraphs about Greek culture. Sure. Three dollars to help cover Wikipedia's operating costs. <laughs> <That's>, you're good. <laughs> you're a good guy. One pamphlet about joining the Church of Scientology. Oh. Have Infinite <laughs> perks of joining the Church of Scientology. Yeah. <laughs> Zero invitations to come back again. Oh well. <laughs> all
1: right. So far we're over two <laughs> on these uh, recipes, serving no one, zero invites back. Uh, Sean Crandall, you rascally so and so. Let's hear your. Let's wrap up some recipes. Let's hear your recipe for your standard elementary school Thanksgiving pageant. Now, before you get started, mm-hmm. I. I couldn't find a better word for pageant, like a not a play per se, but like a, a assembly. More than an assembly, but less than a play, I don't know. So pageant was what I landed on. So again, resetting. Let's hear your oh, recipe. That makes sense. Your recipe for your standard elementary school Thanksgiving pageant.
2: So first what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to fish boxes full of the same ill-fitting costumes from 1963 <laughs> out from the attics. Mm-hmm. And down, down there, it's covered in dust. Yeah. You, you're gonna have one kid who can read well being forced to be the narrator. Sure. You're gonna have 100 idle thoughts of parents in the audience thinking, "The fuck did these guys wear buckles on their hats for again?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One red pill parent, laser focused on finding any evidence of the woke mind virus in the play. <laughs> You're going to have a completely disinterested child dressed as a turkey, just fully mining for golden in his nose during the Mm -hmm. performance. Mm -hmm. And just one last ingredient, one teacher barely keeping it together before Thanksgiving break, where she can finally relax, have some weed, and watch some high-speed tongue-typing in peace. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: Oh, that's how I unwind. That's how I unwind. Just, um glass of wine
2: i <laughs> and, just find the technique interesting how do sure you, how do you get in there uh, uh, uh,
1: <laughs> yeah and is it like tippy tip or do you can you do like two letters if you roll your i don't know uh like like the <laughs> yeah, AS?
2: it's kind of like, like guitar you do a hammer on and yeah, a... <laughs> exactly
1: yeah you just roll for an as combo or something i don't know yeah uh, <laughs> thank you sean <laughs> oh this is going fantastically don't you agree? I do. Don't I? Oh, that's so captivating. Uh, <laughs> I can't turn the camera for you guys. Um, segment four, it's pseudopharmacles. I thought this would be a good one for, for Nicole, given her uh, general occupation. Uh, drugs can make you fly in your mind. Drugs can make you breathe in your lungs. Drugs can be poured into your mug in the morning to help you survive your co-workers. Is there anything drugs can't do? <laughs> you tell me. In pseudopharmicles, you've been asked to give us the lowdown rundown on these three new mind and body altering pills, sprays, salves, or smokes. Hitting the markets and the streets. And it's up to you to tell us what they are and what they do. Nicole Eichenberg. Um, I don't know. I hope you got what I did. It's, I thought it was clever for a second. Uh, Nicole,
0: <laughs>
1: let's hear uh, your rundown of the new drug, uh, Big Debra's.
0: Well, Big Debra's is the manufacturer's name. The generic mm. name is glutide, manufactured <laughs> by Purdue Pharmaceuticals the makers of OxyContin.
1: Oh, nice.
0: So I'm not sure if you guys know, but it's national news that there's an ozempic shortage and other weight loss drug shortage. And a lot of them are actually used for uncontrolled diabetics mm-hmm. um, and so people are lying to get them and then uncontrolled diabetics can't get them oh but we have the solution big Debras. <laughs> they're patented yet secret formula will have you dropping pounds to the point that people will worry you have a meth habit oh side effects may include filming <laughs> we'll it about infection impotent scarring, much <laughs> by proxy others are low syndrome fragile x syndrome pregnancy uncontrollable diarrhea pronounced vomiting and death may occur in rare cases Pregnant women should not take Big Depress.
1: <laughs> well, sure, <laughs> naturally, <clears throat> especially if they may cause Munchausen by proxy. <laughs> yeah, I,
2: definitely I, don't I take. Personally, like to give a little worry to the family that I that I have a meth addiction, because a little mystery, a little intrigue <laughs> yeah. is um, it's the spice of life.
1: You know what? Give give everybody else at Thanksgiving dinner a little something to whisper back and forth to each other.
2: Huh? Exactly yeah. so. <laughs> um, Leo,
1: hey there. You're still sitting there. Um, <laughs> I don't know why you wouldn't be. Leo, let's hear your rundown, uh, your explanation, your. Just tell us what this new drug is. Uh, you've got gnaws and Nausenges. nozenges, Nausenges.
3: Like the classic word, no, uh, lozenges. Yes. But with G N A W, gnaw, gnaw yeah. like gnawing on a Like o. gnawing. Yeah. Yeah. So. I was also on the uh, weight loss meth addict wavelength. Oh, Oh, good. Um, So basically, nozenges uh, are not really a mind-altering substance in and of themselves. Okay. Um, But they certainly capitalize on addiction recovery culture. Sure. I'm sure we've all heard the phrase, uh, yo, mama's so fat that when she smiles, she eats her teeth. (laughs) Well? Well, if you're coming off of a drug like meth, maybe you've lost all of your natural teeth. They give you a set of full dentures. And now that your appetite's starting to come back, uh, you just go to town on your local home buffet, Uh, and so we see a lot of weight gain with these newly recovering uh, addicts. So rather than a set of full dentures, nozenges are subscription-based artificial uh, pebbles that serve as temporary teeth. (laughs) You just put your meal in your mouth, then plop in a handful of nozenges, you swish them around and they dissolve as they break down your food. Hmm. And because you get a limited (laughs) quantity of nozenges uh, per month, that limits your food intake. Oh, shit.
1: More thought went into that than usually does uh thank you leo oh man that was an excellent combination of gnawing and lozenges that i didn't even think of so uh well done you outthought me you get to host next week no i wouldn't wish that on anyone uh thank you leo uh hey sean crandall oh shit okay hold on (laughs) you've got the one that i always give one that is that sounds like a, a commercial drug so i always have to get a run back up to it um yeah that one okay sean let's hear your description of the new drug zertruplinox or Zertrublinox. whichever i don't know oh sorry stepped on it
2: no you not <laughs> Part of the show, man. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, living with hyperkinetic osteosclerosis can be a struggle. Mm. A work meeting interrupted by your bones loudly vibrating in your body. <laughs> a romantic dinner ruined by your femur and tibia deciding on their own to kick your date like an anxious horse. Even trying to sleep can be an interminable task when your skeleton is trying to play itself like a xylophone. Thankfully, relief is here with Zertrublinax. Zertrublinox is a new medication created in partnership between scientists and astral shamans that tells your bones to stay where they belong, inside you. In people afflicted with hyperkinetic osteosclerosis, the bones believe they belong in another plane of existence and are always trying to escape the body. Zertrublinox works essentially as a vibe check for your bones. An amalgam of SSRIs and a bunch of tiny angels we scraped off the pinhead circulate through the body telling your bones that they should be chill and do in fact belong in this dimension. With your bones content in their existence, you can face the day with confidence. No more intense, unexpected outbursts of rattling. Say goodbye to people telling you to stop hitting yourself because your bones are desperately trying to escape their flesh prison. Never again spontaneously perform the Super Bowl shuffle in the mall because your bones really like that one. If you are pregnant or absorbed a twin in utero, do not take Zertrublinox, as this can create an akira type situation that is currently unresolvable. Ask your doctor about Zertrublinox today.
1: Oh. oh. <clears throat> Just any way that you could describe an akira type situation you don't you don't want it. Just <laughs>
2: <laughs> Just whatever that means school, to you. You don't want the school. You don't want the city. You don't <laughs> no. want the flesh mound.
1: <laughs> or do you? No. Uh,
2: <laughs> thank well, you, Look, like I'm not going to yuck any yums if yeah. you want the flesh no. mound. If I have you, the flesh
1: mound. You guys got a flesh mound at home? you got a, You got a room that you keep the flesh mound in that you lock and don't tell anybody about, but sometimes you can hear it? wriggling down there, and you got to play it off like, oh,
2: who would have a flesh mount? Uh, Well, well now you're just talking about Hellraiser again.
1: (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Uh. All right. Segment five, it's location, location, location. At some point, almost everyone believes they've got a million-dollar idea that the world's been waiting to throw all their disposable income at. Few take the steps needed to put their good or service out there for the good or service-buying public, and then still some of those that do, uh, some of those do so in kind of the worst possible way they could. And so, in location, 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 you've been asked to sell us your businesses, sell us on your businesses. Don't sell us your businesses. We don't want that. Sell us <laughs> on your businesses started in locations that might not be ideal for said business. So go on, tell us why we should patronize your thing. Nicole Eikenberg. I don't know. It just, it it tickled me for some reason. Uh, <laughs> Nicole, <clears throat> you sell corns to Whole Food Distributors.
0: Before I get started, obviously we have some time to burn anyway. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I did, I did a drag show once dressed as my twin who died in utero. <laughs> That was the last time Susanetti ever asked me to do a show. And I don't think that's a
1: coincidence. Well, Uh, I mean we we are always looking for for content around here.
0: (laughs) Uh, Anywho.
1: And I don't I don't know. It's just there's acorns. So for some reason I was just on a walk and maybe I was walking by a tree and beacorns. Why aren't there are there be what what would happen? All right. So again, Nicole, you sell beacorns to whole food distributors.
0: Well, you are in luck, Jesse, because oh. beacorns are here and they are the world's first seedless acorns. Oh. Our what? team lovingly removes the seeds from the acorns by hand, then sells the seeds to you separately for more, pro- I mean, treat you to the ideal seedless acorn oh, experience. That's great corns come in convenient one pack you can only open with scissors I can't open her and King Arthur's sword in the stove <laughs> yeah beacorns now in the clearance aisle at Michaels <laughs> as
1: they would be you can decorate them oh damn it Nicole why did you put beacorns in impenetrable blister packs why why have you done this <laughs> God damn <it. laughs> do you cut yourself literally every time trying to open a blister pack yes yes you do why do they still exist? We've, we've taken so many children's toys off the shelves, but we don't take the packaging that is even more... Di- I'm sorry. Apparently this is the hill I die on. <laughs>
2: hey, I, I have a question. Can, yeah. can I eat the beacorns with nozenges?
1: Oh, Leo? Please we, we.
0: consult your primary care doctor.
1: Yes, yes, that's best. Uh, <laughs> may cause uh, ghosting femurs. It's when your femur turns into a ghost and try and step on that. Good luck. Uh, (laughs) Nicole, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm trying to stretch Nicole. Uh, (laughs) where can people get more Nicole Eigenberg in their lives?
0: I am on everything at Nicole is just okay. Mm -hmm. Um, it's pretty easy to find me. Um, I write for malevolent dark website. Now it's a horror website. Nice. Um, my website's also, Nicole, is just okay. If you love me, hate me, or um, indifferent, you can send any correspondence to 1710 Broadway Care of Stab Comedy Theater.
1: Please, <laughs> we always like getting mail. <laughs> it's nice, it's nice. When it's not somebody else just trying to get us to get a credit card or whatever, smud, I don't know. Can send, some, send some cards, why not? Thank you, Nicole, so happy to have had you. Uh, you. Leo, uh, you were kind of unsure on the angle to take on this, and that's understandable. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's hear what you wound up with, though. Leo, uh, you sell sports almanacs in a world where everybody owns a time machine.
3: Yes. So, <laughs> from what I gathered, um, <laughs> thinking about this prompt, mm-hmm. uh, you know, right now in our current world, very few people own time machines. Yes. Um, <laughs> You know, probably rich people probably or smart people, and um, these people um, you know there's kind of a symbiotic relationship between the time machine and the sports Almanac, right mm-hmm. um, So sports almanacs have value uh, <laughs> be- because because um, people have time machines, some of them, and they're able to I guess go back in time and bet on sports. That they know ahead of time um and uh also because there's something valuable about the the medium of paper right as (sighs) opposed to just reading about sports statistics online and traveling in time so um but in a world where everybody everybody owns a time machine (laughs) uh you know the sports almanac is less valuable because um you know it's it's even less valuable to uh people with no Uh, ulterior motives because um, rather than look up you know who won baseball in 1908 Mm -hmm. people can just go back to uh, the games and experience it firsthand the thrill of the crack of the bat uh, bat, uh, against the ball Mm -hmm. skin and um, (laughs) so basically and also sports almanacs are all messed up because uh, the time stream is fucked, and so the numbers are all over the place. <laughs> um, so, um, in a world where everybody owns a time machine, um, sports almanacs uh, can be used as paper cryptocurrency. Right? Okay. Each almanac oh. has uh, infinite um, <laughs> variables inside of it, and so they can represent. Uh, hash values and then um additionally um they can be um souvenirs mm-hmm. um like yeah we got engaged back when you know babe ruth won baseball in nineteen oh eight um and, and additionally they can be treated as a new form of fiction as is every um form of historical literature I suppose, um, yeah. um in a world where everyone owns a time machine hmm. Everything historical becomes uh, fiction, and this would be called, I guess, stat fiction. Yeah. Oh, stat fiction. St- to statistical fiction.
1: <laughs> oh, that's a whole new, that's a whole new genre. <laughs> I don't think. You know what? I'm gonna gonna pump the brakes there. I don't think statistical fiction exists currently. But you know what? Maybe somebody with a time machine just changed that fact.
2: Whoa. <laughs> maybe I could get some yeah stat fiction of the sharks. Doing well. <laughs>
1: oh, maybe I'll
2: maybe I'll write that.
1: No, sorry. Yeah, I was trying to work out the uh, as as this was unfolding as you were presenting it. I wasn't sure if like the numbers were changing in the books or it's just a publisher's fucking nightmare that they have to
3: keep reprinting these as the stats or, or change. Or they're like they're like Snapchats where the book uh, you know fades away. Yeah. That's what I was wondering, too,
1: is, like, if you've got, like, do do stats disappear as someone goes back and kills Lou Gehrig? I don't know what's going on, Uh, (laughs) but thank you, Leo, uh, leaving us with more questions than answers, uh, as a good prompt does. Uh, Leo, uh, I had a hard time (laughs) finding... Where people could get more Leo Antolin in their lives. So, yeah. are there ways?
3: Um, there are ways. Okay. Just hit me up if you see me, or <laughs> um, I have an art and music Instagram. Oh, okay. Um, N underscore Ron Valdez.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> I, if I'd known that, I would have added it to the screen. I did not know that. Okay. So we'll we'll add that next time when I hear this when I edit it and then I'll next time you're around, I'll have that under. Okay. Thank you, Leo. So good. Hey, Sean Crandall, Hi. uh, where can people get more Sean Crandall where they work in bank?
2: Well, um, I'm accepted by most major banks and credit unions. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's um, nice.
1: strong. Our foundation. show
2: though is completely worthless. Even <laughs> as a cryptocurrency,
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, But it is a souvenir of this time. (laughs) Uh, So if you want, you can go listen to that show. It's called Dregs of Craigs. Mm -hmm. Uh, Talked about it at the top. Did. Um, We have uh, Twitter and Facebook you can find us on, and then you can also find our podcast anywhere that you can catch them running free in the wild.
1: (laughs) Oh, Oh, so majestic.
2: Uh... Also, I have a Twitter, but it's mostly... Left politics and Pokemon, so you know <laughs> yeah. your mileage may vary.
1: Which is why I wasn't sure where to go if we should, if it should just be Dregs of Craigs for you, if it should be your Instagram, if it should be your Twitter. I don't know. So <laughs> this is what we got. Oh, um, I think weirdly. I mean, not it doesn't always work this way that the uh, that the last prompt is the last thing that comes to me, but I think this was. And that's when you just shut it down, when you get something like this. So, <laughs> Sean, um, I'm looking forward to hearing what you did with this. Uh, you own a chain of restaurants that sells gourmet meals in the form of hamster food pellets.
2: So, in the crowded gourmet restaurant scene, it's difficult to stand out. Um And but so rather than attempt to try and pop out via some sort of culinary delectability, I'm offering an experience. Hmm. People want the glamour and quality in a fine dining experience. But in this fast paced modern society, they also yearn for comfort and simplicity. I've combined the exclusivity and culinary artistry of a Michelin starred restaurant with an environment fit for sleepy people in their bed era welcome (laughs) to hamster spelled h m s t r
1: sure obviously the first
2: fine dining establishment (laughs) to be modeled after a hamster cage (laughs) we offer a selection of delicious gourmet meals in pellet form so you don't have to worry about getting sauce on your versace dress every pellet contains the full essence of the meal so every bite is heaven In addition, ask our sommelier to fill your upside-down water dispenser that you have to lick in order to use with the fine vintage from our specially curated wine cellar. Mm. After dinner, enjoy a small dessert crafted by our in-house Belgian chocolatier, and rest for a while in one of our private playhouses filled with newspaper strips of your choice. (laughs) Make a reservation at Hamster today and luxuriate in a small bean experience like no other now if you need to pad out more time i actually got really into this idea (laughs) if you wanna i gotta go fund me if you want to put any money into this Uh, i figure you can bring your own paper or they might have like some stock on hand like if you want a new york times or if you want a wall street journal (laughs) but you could bring your own stuff like if you wanted if you wanted stripped up hustler magazine you can throw <laughs> yeah. that down in the playhouse you've
1: got, you've got an industrial shredder on site they can they can make betting out of anything oh yeah <laughs> uh, well thank you Sean um, this is normally where we jump into the fast paced outro but I wanted to let you guys know I wish we could start this whole thing over because the two people now sitting in those seats <laughs> Would have liked this so much more than the two people that were sitting in those seats like twenty minutes ago and left. (laughs) You guys would have enjoyed this show. God God damn it. Let's run it back. We got time. (laughs) This didn't take forty minutes. We can do it again. We could
2: do Uh, shit there's a triple action.
1: All right, well, let's... gonna throw my bits. <laughs> and that was The Stab Show. Thank you for joining us tonight, and, of course, a special thank you to our amazing panel, Nicole Eikenberg, Leo Antolin, and Sean Crandall. Hey, did you like the thing that just happened? Two people didn't. the sh- The show thing. <laughs> Specifically, Uh, if you want to catch the Stab Show live as it happens, you can just come on down to the Stab Comedy Theater or tune in on Stab TV from the comfort of your own home at our new time, 7.30 Friday nights. Or, if you're fine getting it when it hits podcast right of your choice, then catch this and 373 other episodes. I shit you not. (laughs) Uh, On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Good Pods, wherever you get your podcasts. But that's all we've got for you tonight. So until next time, I've been your host, Jesse Jones, reminding you to be nice to yourself. You know how dumb you can be sometimes. Good night. (laughs)